Hi everyone, this is Mari Craig and you're listening to the Small Steps to Wellness show, a podcast where we discuss how we can achieve more wellness in our lives one small step at a time. For the past six odd years, I've taken a special interest in nutrition and I've changed the diet of my family on its head. But as I've dived deeper into the world of nutrition, I have learned that health is so much more than just what we put on our plate. This is why on this podcast, we will be talking nutrition, mental health, being in alignment, holistic health care, self-care, raising children and more. We will also be hearing stories of women's journeys to overcome trauma and what it has taught them on the way. When we share our stories, we realise we are not alone and that things can change for the better. I'm so glad to have you with me on this journey as I explore what health and wellness truly encompass. If you like what you're hearing, please consider rating the show with a five-star rating and sharing it with your friends. It really makes a big difference. Now, on with today's show. Hello and welcome to the Small Steps to Wellness show with me, your host, Mari Craig, where we are discussing how we can achieve more wellness in our lives one small step at a time. Now, today there is no guest on this show, and this is going to be a shorter episode than normal. But as it is October and it's World Menopause Awareness Month, I wanted to take a moment to talk a little bit about nutrition. Because what happens to my bones during menopause? Um, I want to share some strategies that you can employ with food to support your bone health as you start approaching menopause, because estrogen plays a key role in the formation of bone tissue. Uh, and it does that by keeping the balance between bone formation, uh, building up bones and bone resorption, which means breaking down bone. And because estrogen levels drop during and after menopause, um, the bone resorption, as in the breaking down of bone, that increases and that can accelerate bone loss. Now, osteoporosis, that is what is called a multifactorial systemic skeletal disease. And that is characterized by something called low bone mineral density. You might see it as BMD. Um, and there is a deterioration of bone tissue and that can result in bone fragility. Um, Osteoporosis that happens more frequently to women than men and at an earlier age, and that's potentially due to the drop in estrogen levels. So I wanted to just briefly talk a little bit about what we can do food-wise to try to manage this and keep our bones healthy. Um, now, the nutrient that gets the most attention when it comes to bone health is calcium. And whilst it is indeed an important nutrient, it is by no means the only one we need to keep our bones healthy. For any sort of intervention when it comes to food, uh, it's really, really important to look at foods that are anti-inflammatory. Um, and this is where omega-3, especially omega-3 in the form of EPA and DHA comes in, and that is really important for its anti-inflammatory properties. Um, also vitamins you know, C, D and K, as well as minerals, magnesium and zinc play an important role alongside other vitamins and minerals. But let's start with uh, omega-3. So oily fish is rich in this, uh, and it's also rich in vitamin D. And if you include sardines and anchovies because you eat the bones, uh, you also get calcium from oily fish. And for good bone health, it is re recommended to have oily fish three to four times per week. 
Now, things like flax seeds, chia seeds, walnuts, and leafy greens, they're also good sources of omega-3, but in the form of ALA, which the body needs to convert into EPA or DHA. Um, and this conversion is not very efficient. So we need to eat a lot more of this kind of um, omega-3 to get the same effect as oil of fish. Um, and I need to actually add a bit of a word of caution here because um, nuts and seeds, they are brilliant. I love them. And they're high in omega-3, but they also contain omega-6. So therefore, as with most foods, it's really key to have a balance. So we've seen then oily fish rich in omega-3. Now, vitamin D is the second reason why consuming oily fish is beneficial. Um, vitamin D plays an important part when it comes to bones and joints because it helps calcium get absorbed into the bloodstream. On its own, however, vitamin D is metabolically inactive and it must go through something that's called an enzymatic conversion, where it is turned into something called casidiol. This is not that important in the liver and it's turned into something called casitriol in the kidneys before it can be useful. And this um, calcitriol uh, helps increase the concentration of calcium in the blood. And if calcium in the blood goes down, calcitriol can increase the absorption of dietary calcium and also make sure that calcium lost by the kidneys is reduced. And what this can lead to then is more calcium for the bones. And calcium, I did say before, is really important um, because it is the basic structural component of the skeleton. So you see why it's important that we get calcium. Um, and this leads me on to the third reason why oily fish is important, namely the calcium, uh, because through eating the bones of sardines and anchovies, you could be upping your calcium intake. Um, this point about ensuring adequate dietary intake of calcium is important because what can also happen when blood calcium levels go down is that signals are then sent to the bones to release calcium into the blood because that has to be um, balanced. And that may then lead to insufficient levels in the bones. Now, I mentioned earlier that it's really important to have an anti-inflammatory diet, no matter what you uh, are trying to improve health-wise. And so another food group that I would always ensure that you get enough of is fruits and vegetables, because they are packed with vitamins, minerals, phytochemicals, or plant chemicals, we can call them, and antioxidants. Um, if the body is overloaded with free radicals, it can enter a state of oxidative stress, and this can lead to inflammation in the body. However, with plenty of fruits and vegetables in the diet, the body gets flooded with antioxidants, which can then counteract the oxidative stress and thus help against inflammation. Um, so there's lots of different vegetables uh, you can be eating that have uh, great anti-inflammatory properties, but uh, I can go into specifics, but I would say uh, try to eat as much as possible and as varied as possible. Five a day doesn't really cut it. I think it should be five fruits and five vegetables or even seven vegetables and three fruits. But try to get as much as um, you can. But one type of vegetable that is quite uh, useful uh, is greens because they are packed with magnesium and magnesium is a mineral that helps facilitate the enzymatic reactions in the body amongst other things the conversion of vitamin d into its active form um, and it also activates an enzyme which is required for forming calcium crystals in the skeleton another food group that's full of other nutrients um, are seeds and they provide for example zinc uh, and that's an important factor for the overall health of the skeleton. And zinc is important for the stimulation of something called osteoblasts. And these are the bone building cells. Um, 
And zinc also aids in the suppression of excessive osteoclast activity. And osteoclast activity is responsible for breaking down collagen. And that's really important as we get older and our estrogen levels drop. As we age, another thing that happens is that our diet tends to be less nutritious, um, meaning, amongst other things, uh, less dietary calcium. And the vitamin D production on our skin decreases. And combined with that, we tend to spend less time outdoors. And all of this can lead then to decreased serum, uh, serum calcium levels. Um, and when this happens, the body will go to the bones for calcium, as I mentioned earlier, in order to balance out the calcium in the blood. Um, so this is it's really important to make sure that we add the key um, nutrients into our diet. Um, another thing that can be um, interesting uh, to add to your diet as you get older is food um, that contains phytoestrogen chemicals. An example of this is edamame beans, which I love. Um, they're a great source of fiber and protein anyway. Uh, and they also contain iron, calcium, vitamin A and C and folate, plus copper, magnesium, manganese, phosphorus and zinc and potassium, lots of good things in that. But they call, uh, contain something called isoflavones, uh, uh, which are, I've completely mispronounced that, haven't I? Which are phytoestrogen chemicals. And they may be able to help prevent bone loss. And there was actually a systematic review from 2016 that concluded that supplementation with the phytoestrogen can probably prevent a reduction in bone mineral density and maintain a healthy bone structure during menopause. So looking into foods that have phytoestrogen uh, could be beneficial. Um, there is also um, something to be said for, I mentioned nuts and seeds earlier, and I'll give you an example uh, of walnuts. Um, they also have healthy fats and fiber. They contain calcium um, and so on. And they are also high in several bone beneficial minerals. And these are copper, magnesium, manganese, phosphorus, potassium, and zinc. Um, and actually, a deficiency of these minerals uh, can slow down the increase of bone mass in childhood. And it can also accelerate bone loss in menopause. And as I think I mentioned earlier, as bone quality decreases, the risk of fracture increases. Um, and one of the, um, one of the uh, minerals, phosphorus, that is essential for many processes in the body, including skeletal mineral mineralization. Uh, but it's important not to have excess amounts of phosphorus because that could have an adverse effect again. So as I said earlier, it's all about balance. Um, I mentioned vitamin D. Uh, earlier, which is really, really important. Uh, what is important, however, is to um, have a vitamin D that contains, or, or if you have a supplement, have a vitamin D that contains vitamin um, K as well to help with the conversion and the absorption of, of vitamin D. Um, if you, for example, eat broccoli, that's got fiber, but it's also got vitamins K and C and A and magnesium. So you see how including a wide variety of fruits and vegetables can be really beneficial um, when it comes to helping us prevent um, bone loss. 
um, vitamin C I mentioned a little bit, and that's one of the main nutrients required for production and utilization of collagen. And collagen provides structure to all the body tissues, including bones, connective tissues, and muscles. Uh, so collagen is, in other words, essential to the health of our bones and joints. So as we've seen, a variety, fruits and vegetables is important, oily fish is important, an anti-inflammatory diet is important. But what does that really mean, anti-inflammatory diet? Um, to speak in simple terms, if you can avoid as much processed foods as possible, you'll be doing yourself a favour because processed foods often contain an awful lot of omega-6 oils. These oils are pro-inflammatory, um, which the name suggests can help <laughs> promote inflammation in the body. Um, so my advice on achieving better bone health would be focus on cooking from scratch as much as you can, include oily fish, eat a wide variety of fruits and vegetables, add nuts and seeds, make sure you get your greens. But also this. It might be tricky for a lot of people. I know it's tricky for me uh, to get adequate amounts of um, oily fish. And um, you could therefore look into getting a good omega-3 supplement because that can then help reduce inflammation in the body and kind of bridge the gap between the oily fish you should be having and what you practically manage every week. Um, the omega-3 supplement that you need to look at though must have EPA and DHA. And that you can get either from fish oil or from algae, which is the only vegan source of that type of omega-3. And there is really a myriad of supplements on the market. And it may be beneficial for you to ask advice from a nutritional therapist as the quality of the supplements can vary greatly. And it's no point taking a supplement that doesn't really work, no matter how cheap it is. Um, the Amiga that I use is, um, and I, I need to also say that it is a product that I work with, uh, and I'm not paid to say this, but if you were to order it using a link from me, then I would obviously make a commission of it. But I've been using it for, since 2017, my whole family has been using it, and it is an Amiga supplement from Juice Plus, and that is an, a vegan supplement but it's made from algae and so it has EPA and DHA. Um, the capsules are not soft gels, which means there's been no heating involved in, uh, in creating the capsule, which means that the oils inside are intact and they haven't gone rancid. So you can see there is a lot of, it's important to look into quality when you're getting a supplement. Um, the other thing, we do in our family, which may be worthwhile looking at for you as well, is in the winter months especially to get a good bioavailable vitamin D, uh, because as I mentioned earlier, that's needed to help support calcium levels. Um, you might want to get advice from a nutritional therapist to find a good quality supplement. And, and the supplement that is good quality will contain vitamin K2 alongside vitamin D. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, vitamin D helps with the absorption of calcium in the blood, but vitamin K2 ensures that the calcium actually gets to the bones and doesn't clog up, for example, the arteries where it can do damage. Um, and I would also recommend that you request your doctor to check your vitamin D level so you know how strong a supplement you may need. Um, the supplement that we use in our house uh, is called Sol Ray D, and it's got vitamin D and vitamin K2 in the right amounts. Um, 
And I need to add again that this is a product that I've been working with for a while. And um, if you need help in ordering that, I can help you with that. But there are obviously other supplements out there. But just make sure that it's bioavailable, which means that it goes into the bloodstream where it can do good. Because otherwise, you're paying for something that might not actually make a difference in your body. But yeah, check your levels. Um, so that's kind of... Uh, what I would recommend uh, for you to do if you want some more information, you want to chat to me about it, you find me on at small steps to wellness on Instagram. That's probably the best way of reaching me. I hope this has been useful. There are so many things you can do to help yourself um, during and after menopause, but I wanted to mention bone health because uh, it's really something that affects women uh, more than men. And um, having a hip fracture or things like that at not a very old age can really you know, do damage to your quality of life. Um, and if we can prevent that by making small changes to our nutrition, to our diet, you know, cooking more from scratch, including oily fish, eating lots more fruit and veg and taking some selected supplements, especially throughout the winter, then, you know, we can we can really help our bodies um, deal better with um, with symptoms and also eating like this doesn't just help your bone health it can also really really support your mental health and that because I know you can take a toll um, having menopausal symptoms um, it, it does something to your mood and certainly eating this way will have um, I would say uh, an effect, a positive effect on your mental health as well. So hopefully this has been useful to you. Um, it's been the Small Steps to Wellness show. You find me on Instagram at Small Steps to Wellness and I will be doing more of these shows where I just go through some nutritional sort of strategies that can hopefully help you manage um, different issues you may be having. Next week, we have half term, so there won't be any show next week, but we're back again in November with a new episode of the Small Steps to Wellness show. Take care. You've been listening to the Small Steps to Wellness show with Mari Craig. I am passionate about helping mums get their energy back through simple nutritional changes, because we know that if mummy is happy, the family's happy. If you would like to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram under at Small Steps to Wellness or visit my website, smallstepstowellness.info. Speak to you soon.